This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for tuning in. Well, there was a little covered but a frighteningly dangerous event in New York City this week. The attorneys general from 12 states, all of them Democrats, and the U.S. Virgin Islands got together with their pal, former VP Al Gore, to announce that those 12 states would start to work together to collude, if you will, to prosecute climate deniers for fraud. Their main target is ExxonMobil, but really they will go after anyone who has said things about climate change that don't match up with the settled science. Listen to New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman, who hosted this conference. So we've gathered here today um, for a conference, the first of its kind conference of attorneys general uh, dedicated to coming up with creative ways to enforce laws being flouted by the fossil fuel industry and their allies in their short-sighted efforts to put profits above the interests of the American people. There are several problems with the statement. First of all, why do you need to create ways to enforce the laws? If someone is breaking the law, shouldn't you be able to prosecute them without having to create something new out of thin air? Shouldn't you be able to go by the book or by the letter of the law? If you are creating law, aren't you violating the concept of separation of powers? Isn't being creative with the law the role of the legislature? They're the ones who create law. If the legislator hasn't created the law, then an attorney general who is being creative with the law is, by definition, violating the law as it's written. Attorneys general shouldn't be creative with the law any more than judges should be creative with the law. Any attorney general who thinks his or her job is to be creative with the law should be fired immediately before they unconstitutionally violate another citizen's rights. Secondly, if someone is flouting the laws, why haven't you already charged them? Why does it take a coalition of 12 states to file charges against a person or corporation that's flouting the law? Isn't this conference simply an admission that you are either incompetent at prosecuting laws on your own, or you are trying to figure out how to charge someone for a crime that hasn't actually been committed? And third, what is wrong with profit? President Calvin Coolidge said the business of America is business. It is in the interest of the American people for American companies to make a profit. Without profit, there is no business. Without business, there are no jobs. There is no economy. Without profit, there is no America. We have heard the scientists. We know what's happening to the planet. There is no dispute, but there is confusion. If he has heard the scientists, he heard them wrong. No scientist has been so bold, so brazen to declare outright, we know what's happening to the planet. They've put out a theory demonstrated by numerous computer models. All of those computer models show that the planet should have warmed up more than it actually has. Even when they manually adjust the temperature records to make things appear warmer today and colder in the past, the adjusted temperatures are still lower than all of the computer models. 
The models don't match reality, and reality is not wrong. The scientists will say the heat is hiding in the oceans, except that the models didn't predict that the heat would hide in the oceans. They don't know what's happening to the planet, and if any scientist said so definitively under oath in a court of law, it would be perjury. Further, there is no consensus. Just last week, the American Meteorological Society, an organization whose leadership does believe in global warming, put out a survey that says at least one-third of their own members don't believe in man-made global warming. Again, that's from a pro-climate change group. So much for the 97% consensus. There is a legitimate dispute in climate science, but Snyderman and his cohorts are trying to confuse you about it so they can go on their creative crusade. That hypocrisy was in full display at this conference. Listen to our former vice president, Al Gore. The effort to hold to account those uh, commercial interests that have been, according to the best available evidence, deceiving the American people, communicating in a fraudulent way, both about the reality of the climate crisis and the dangers it poses to all of us, and uh, committing fraud in their communications about the viability of renewable energy and efficiency and energy storage that together uh, are posing this great competitive challenge to the long uh, reliance on carbon-based fuels. Okay, so we want to hold to account corporate interests that have been, according to the best evidence, deceiving the American people. So does that include a company that makes a film, a documentary about global warming that proved to be so false it's not allowed to be shown in schools in England? Is, is that what you're talking about, Mr. Gore, or is that just an inconvenient truth? How about communicating in a fraudulent way about the climate crisis? Are you referring to your own statements and predictions about the polar ice cap disappearing by 2015? Or the decline in polar bear populations that never happened? And what about the viability of renewable energy? You want to prosecute corporations that say negative things about solar and wind power? Well, here's a statement from two Google engineers, Ross Coningston and David Fork, in an article they wrote for IEEE magazine in November of 2014. Quote, We felt that with steady improvements to today's renewable energy technologies, our society could stave off catastrophic climate change. We now know that to be a false hope. They continue, renewable energy technologies simply won't work. We need a fundamentally different approach. Mr. Gore, if you are so committed to combating this version of corporate fraud, why aren't you going after your own company, Google? That's right, Gore owns an interest in Google. Why aren't Mr. Coningston and Mr. Fork already in jail? It's a simple choice. You either have to go after Google and its employees, or you have to admit you are a hypocrite of the highest order. Speaking of companies that are owned by Al Gore, let's talk about SolarCity. SolarCity is a company that makes solar panels, mostly for residential customers. SolarCity is owned in part by Generation Investment Management. GIM has two main partners, David Blood, 
who used to work at Goldman Sachs, and wait for it, Al Gore. That's right. Solar City, if it makes money, Al Gore makes money. Since he left office after trying to steal the presidential election from the voters in Florida, he has made over $170 million investing in companies like Solar City and selling his failing TV channel, Current TV, to Al Jazeera, a media company financed by Mideast Oil. So an article on InvestorPlace.com caught my eye. It was written the same day Mr. Gore and his attorneys general declared war on ExxonMobil. The title of the article is Solar City Corp. Clouds are clearing for the Solar City stock. The most important line in the article, quote, For one, solar stocks in general are on the rise, spurred by an extension of the solar tax credit here in the U.S., and productive global climate change talks in Paris in December. Al Gore lobbied the Obama administration and members of Congress to have those solar credits extended, credits from which he personally benefited. He also spoke at the Paris Climate Conference last year. You see, Eric Schneiderman, the attorney general for the state of New York, doesn't need to get creative to stop climate change fraud that allows corporate interests to profit off of lies and the misrepresentation of science. He just needed to arrest the man who was standing next to him. Thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr. And I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light